Just like that, we are live. We are recording. The bandwidths are with us. It's been a great couple of weeks of that, so that's awesome. Good morning, everyone. How are you today? Today is Thursday, and we know that's Trending Thursday with Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Bus, live in Vero Beach on a bright, sunshine, chilly day with two sisters. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva. Reporting to you live from the Circle in North Haven. Um, it's supposed to be a tad warmer today. Currently, it's about 33, 34 degrees. Mm, I'm just getting chilly thinking about it. I oh. have I have my fluffy, fluffy socks on, keeping my feet nice and warm. So much trending, always so much to chat about. And I have been working a lot on some two sister stuff which uh we're really excited to and we're going to really start filling you in probably tomorrow or maybe we'll wait till monday i think maybe tomorrow we'll start really chatting about it oh, i am making a mess here i have to go get <laughs> as most of you know i'm making my boost but i normally i take a couple sips that didn't happen and i've got a mess so i'll be right back all right, well, she's trying to figure out her mess or take care of her mess. So, you know, I had mentioned Two Sisters is really um, gearing up for 2021. And we are excited to offer our first um, challenge. And it's going to start on Monday, January 4th, 2021. So we're very, <laughs> excuse me, we are very, very excited about that. And I'll get into that more of tomorrow or we'll chat more about it on Monday, which is our plan is to start marketing it on Monday or Tuesday. We should be able to get everything done. Why not, right? Why not? And um, yeah, it's been a crazy morning. So for those of you who are wondering what I'm doing, especially our listeners that can't see what I'm doing every single morning, you know, we talk about, you know, health and wellness, everything mindset. Uh, and the importance of our immunity and building our immunity. So I, I tend to drink uh, one of the products that I do promote, which is Boost. It is all your greens, your fruits, everything that you need to build up that immune system. And I drink, obviously with the virus now, I probably drink at least two a day. But the key piece to it, like anything that you're adding, um, obviously it comes in a sleeve. And it's in powder formula. Um, we have a nice uh, serrated edge here, but I always do it on a slant to get it in the water bottle. So, yeah, normally I take, you know, drink about three, four, five, six, like anybody else would. So you have room for the powder to fit in. Well, I get distracted. It's one of those mornings where you get distracted and I wasn't paying attention. So I went ahead and put it in. And needless to say, uh, it overflowed. So that was my mess this morning. So I started out this podcast kind of in a green, messy, powdery, wet mess. But that's okay because I pivoted and Jan was filling you in on some of the cool stuff that we've got coming out. You know, we've been in, in the works. We, we never stop. We always are brainstorming on how we can impact our audience because I really do believe when you show, not only do you show value, but you're being creative to keep your audience abreast of what's going on in, uh, in our lives as well as what's going on in your lives and also giving you great tools 
for success. That's the whole point of two sisters. We've always complimented each other in areas of health and wellness. We both have our different expertise, our different per personality and spins and really education behind that. And that's why I think we, we click so well. So we, you know, when, when a mishap like this happens, you know, the other one picks up and starts chatting and uh, we go on. But yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because while Florida, obviously notoriously is known for its sunshine, obviously, and its heat, we are also in a tad of a chilly spell. As you can see, I'm in my longer shirt and today is Thursday, so it's trending for the reams on Thursday, obviously, is pickleball. It's our pickleball round, Robin, which we will go. We usually play about two to three games. It takes me, I'm finding that it takes me a good two to three games to really warm up. And what I mean is, what I mean by warming up, not by temperature-wise, by just, you know, my body flow. So this will be probably the first morning that I'm playing that it's this chilly. So I'm curious because we know that weather... In, you know, inclement weather, whether it's inclement weather is going to detract you from your health and wellness. If you're a jogger, you're not going to go out when it's snowing or you're going to get those snowshoes that you can wear to run or jog. So weather, temperature, pivots, divots all impact the way we perceive how our day is going to go to make sure that we're getting our health and wellness on. So I'm curious to see how my body is going to kind of respond to the temperature playing pickleball. That'd be interesting. When you said pickleball, my right foot started throbbing. What, you don't like the word pickleball? No, it just it brought me back to the court that day when, um, I don't know if you remember, but I, um, I'm like, when is this over? Because I'm getting tired. And my foot was hurting me then. And it just kind of like, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's, yeah, you really don't want to play with the injury, but you didn't know you had an injury. No, that is true. That is true. I did not know. You have which to hear and listen what you talked about yesterday. You got to not only hear, you got to listen to your body. Right, exactly. And on that particular day, my body was like, okay, you bad enough. You need to rest. Um, but a lot of times, and you know, you mentioned the weather and different things, and especially when you go out to do um, different uh, sports, like you're going to do the pickleball today you know, as we go out and do that, it's like, how, <laughs> excuse me, how do you prepare for that? So, because for instance, when I, when I'm in the, um, the kickboxing studio, you know, when you walk in before 5am, it's cold. So obviously you, you wear a jacket, you pre prepare for the cold, but I also layer up when I work out because initially it's cold. And of course your body starts to heat up. So it's always better to, um, <laughs> in my opinion, to have more, prepare your body for more, but be able to take it off when your body starts to feel that heat because that's going to make, that's going to keep your homeostasis and homeostasis obviously is the balance that your body feels most comfortable. Right. I think that's what I'm going to be doing. I've got, I've got this on, which is a thermal, um, you know, Lycra sports shirt. And then I'm going to wear a light sweatshirt because for me, um, even in new England, 
living in New England, I was never one to like wear a jacket in the car. Uh, it, it's too confining for me. So I don't want to feel confined. So I'm just going to wear a light sweatshirt. And then like you said, as, as my body starts to warm up and my, my muscles now really become pliable because of the heat and the movement, then I'll take uh, the sweatshirt off. But it'll be interesting to see because I have not played this type of game. And when I say we play in a round robin, we usually play two to three games as a warm up. Each game typically can last, as you know, about 15 minutes or so, depending on, you know, who you're playing and, and your your actual activity and how you're playing that particular day. And then the round robin is consisting of six games. So you play six games, um, you know, and you're playing with always four different or three different new people. And they have the coaches there that actually observe and critique you. So it's one of those, it's a round robin that, you know, a lot of people, when they hear the word round robin, they automatically think, oh, yeah, it's competitive. The inter, intermediate round robin is very competitive, but the, the beginners is great because the coaches are there to say, hey, you know, I noticed your grip this way, whatever, you know, try it this way. And it really is useful to be critiqued by someone who's actually watching you in the play. You know, it, you know, one thing is getting a lesson because they're teaching it to you, but when somebody's actually observing your style or how your stance is or how, you know, are you bending your knees enough? Are you, you know, aggressive enough this way? Are you, how's your backhand? Are you, you know, holding it down? Let's try, you know, tweaking it and holding up a little bit more. So they really give you some great advice. So that's one of the reasons why I love it. Plus the fact that it's community and you're meeting other people and, you know, you joke around. It's just a lot of fun. I'm so I just absolutely love it. So I would like to know what's trending for activity today with, with what's going on now. In your case, your activity is limited because of your boot. So what can you share with our audience and listeners? Because some of them may have the same type of situation that you have. And how do you combat that and make sure you're still getting that movement in? Well, that is a great question because that's something that I'm faced with or that my clients are faced with. And it really boils down to, okay, I can't kick, we know that I can't kick the box, well, actually the bag <coughs> with my right leg, but I also cannot kick it with my left because obviously I would have to put the weight on my right. So I can't kick, but I can hit the bag. When I initially, you know, the, the doctor said, give it, you know, a few days, and I said, well, what about Friday? She said, that should be good. So I'm going to set up tonight, make sure Gary has the bag out, um, have a chair there and have another chair so that I can put my leg up. But I will be specifically punching the bag and I can still do ab work. Um, and that will be a little bit more challenging because I do still have to have the boot on. Although technically I'm not wearing it right at the moment. I didn't have time to put it on. But I think when we think in terms of, oh, I can't do this. Oh, well, no, can't do that. Whereas, hmm, all right, maybe I can't do a plank, but I can certainly do a plank uh, instead of horizontal more this way. Or I can't do a push-up, but I still can be like this up against the counter, the counter and you're still getting that force, you're still getting that movement of, <clears throat> of doing that type of an exercise, 
you you may not be getting the full brunt of the exercise as if you were horizontal, but the point is you're doing it. You're focusing on what you can do. And it really kind of ties in with the mindness aspect, triumphing over adversities that come up or injuries. That doesn't mean, and I am no way um, disregarding anybody's um, advice. And I mean, from a medical perspective on if you have an injury, always, always ask your physician or your physical therapist on, hey, this is an activity that I love. What if I did it this way? And that's exactly what I did. And we had a great conversation about it. And that's where you two, you pick up different things that you learn about certain injuries. So I look back at my, uh, I'm 58, I was 40 something. So probably about 15 years of really being mindful and having that appreciation for movement, exercise, whatever you want to call it, but not so much focusing on diet, not so much focusing on exercise or cardio, because frankly, when I hear the word cardio, I'm, as well as when I hear the word diet, I go, you know, it brings me into a different, it brings me more in a negative mindset. So the bottom line is focus on what you can do. I can also sit on the edge of, you know, if you have a nice um, uh, <coughs> cushioned, you know, like a couch or armoire, you know, I can still technically shouldn't be really lifting up my right, but I can still lift up my left. Absolutely. And I was wondering if they had an apparatus where it was a bag, kickboxing bag or something to that effect that was lower, where you still could get, you know, some kicking in with your left leg. Oh, I mean, I can do that. I'm going to technically do that sitting on the edge of the chair. Right. Um, I'm bam, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna be able to get the full brunt of doing that kick, but um, doing it within the realm of what I can handle and right, and I think how good is that? Like, okay. right? Because then, he, because then you don't feel like okay, I'm steady. I, I I've come this far. I got my groove on. I don't want to get like set back and then start from scratch. And then I'm more you know not using those muscles. I'm you know I've got to go through the sore period to get back to where I was. So I, I think that's great advice for anyone out there to stop looking at what's keeping you from doing what you can versus being creative to do what you can. I mean, it's that simple. You don't have to, you know, go to that gym. You have apparatuses right in your own home, this desk, you know, your countertop. Uh, if you're on sitting on an ottoman, you know, it's a great way to, you know, march your knees, sit on the edge of that, march, 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 march in place. And, and get, you know, some some brownie points for actually lifting up the leg a little bit more to get that thigh, thigh motion going is a, is a great way. Also, there's no, no reason why you can't work your waist, you know, side to side. You can take a broomstick, guys. Take the end of the broom, you know, how the, the, the brussel, the brussel brush, brush piece to it, unscrew it. Now you got a nice long stick, 
or a yardstick, you know, helps to hold your posture to go back and forth. That is a great way of getting some side movement in and working that. Bands, I love bands. Bands are so versatile, you know, sitting, standing, lying down. You could be actually lying in your bed and still get some exercise going. And I don't mean doing the mambo dance, although that's good too. <laughs> All right, now the diversion. I think I just want, I'm trying to segue into something here. Segue into nothing, <laughs> nothing about nothing. Nothing about nothing. So the segue today though is really, I think when you limit yourself to what you can't do you don't see the progress of what you could do right so focus the bottom line with, with when you have an injury let's just do a quick a quick recap obviously listen to the advice of your physician uh physical therapist focus on what you can do and don't hesitate to ask the questions to those medical professionals on their take on what they think you should do because it will mesh and you will be able to do something. We all can do something. Now for my segue of this has nothing to do about nothing. Although it technically kind of does because trending Thursday, I always talk about here and there what I would love in my very expensive gym. In her brain, in her mind, in her vision. And there's nothing wrong with that. But her vision for this gym, getting pretty, pretty creative and expensive. <laughs> Without doubt, absolutely. So I have a friend on Facebook, um, absolutely a doll. She is a coach for Tono. I don't know if people have heard about that. There's also, there's also another company called Mirror where you know you put this big and tonal is pretty much the same thing you put this big uh mirror up on a wall and you can <laughs> exercise um, in the comfort of your own home with other people that are doing the same type of program so i would love to have one of those and what i love about the tonal is that it has the um the weight well, how do I describe it? The weight arms that go in it and you pull them out, but it's controlled by the resistance that you give it. And it, it depending on where you are in your journey um, with weight, um, with lifting weights, it, and strength management, it kind of adjusts itself. And um, I'm thinking to myself, wow, that would be so awesome. You know, we are in this realm of, especially with the the china virus thing and you know still going on and you know the prospect of maybe your gym closing what better way to have something like that now i haven't looked at the price technically in a while um i think it's a couple thousand dollars um like who knows maybe at some point that may be a great avenue for you but it's, you know, always good to, and I always refer to YouTube because you can always go to YouTube and find different exercises on anything. And that's where I found um, one of the trainers that I follow, Tracy Campoli. And yeah, she's good. Yeah. 
So, you know, that yeah, is I would actually like the mirror just for the fashion aspect. How many times do you want to like look what, what you're wearing? And, you know, you're in the you know, bathroom, you can see the waist up and you're always like trying to like get on something because you want to see the whole ensemble. So I have to invest in a, in a mirror, but I do love the idea of a mirrored wall. Um, there's something about that, that you see your own reflection, you embrace where you're at, you see the transformation right before your eyes. And it's almost like, you know, you're working out with somebody, you're working out with yourself. You see your reflection and there's two people there. Right, but here's the great thing. You can attend live classes, right. or, you know, on demand. I mean, that is pretty cool. I yeah, mean, absolutely. And I think that's, you know, that's the one thing that through this year and through the, the pivots that many businesses had to go through is they had to come up with creative ideas so their business wouldn't go under. I mean, that's, you know, the other sad, sadly, the flip side of that is, you know, there's so many brick and mortar mom and pop businesses that I would have to say, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, when we talk about politics, that it's not the virus that is uh, closing them. It's, it's, it's the politicians. And I feel terrible for so many businesses that are struggling my our hearts and prayers go out to them. You know, they just, they're trying to provide not only food for their table and their family, but for, for their staff, their employees and the setbacks, the continued setbacks that in my mind, my view, my opinion is ridiculous. I think there are creative ways that businesses can open up with safety in mind, but not completely shutting them down. I don't believe in this whole nonsense of a curfew at 10 o'clock. I know a lot of New England has curfews at 10 o'clock and you hear that. And I think it's ridiculous because what does the virus come out at night, you know, from 10 o'clock at night till seven in the morning, that's when it's at full force. Like I just, I would hate to think that people sadly are getting sucked into that kind of negative energy and really understanding that, you know, sadly, as Americans, as citizens, regarding shutdowns, some may be necessary, to, again, depending on the health condition of, of, a, of, a, of a group of people or facility, but to infringe the rights of entrepreneurs and small business people to provide for their family and for their employees and not be creative and work with them. I'd rather see, first of all, you know, big government working with people to solve solutions rather than take away and provide nothing as a compromise. And I think that's the sadness of it. I'm living testimony of that. When I go back and forth from, from down south to up north, it saddens me to, to go back home and see so many people living in fear, so many people really truly believing that, you know, we're in this crisis mode and we're not. Uh, Floridians, while we're bundling up because of chilliness, we're not bundling up and staying home. Are we taking precautions? Absolutely. You have to be, you have to be mindful of that, but we're not stopped living. And I think sadly, there's so many political party states that are really, you know, pushing the envelope of freedom and helping people survive through this with quality partnership 
to solve the problem to make sure that they can still provide with the guidelines and still be open and still be present, still make a living. There's so many businesses that are going under. I'm, I see so many, so many entrepreneurs pleading out there. You know, we need help. You know, my, they're going to shut down my restaurant or my gym. They're not allowing, you know, and people standing up and saying, no, you're not. Like, there's no reason that you're doing this to me other than, you know, fear and trying to keep me down. And we're about lifting people up. And I wish local governments would kind of think on that mindset about lifting people up, knowing that, yes, we got to take precautions, but this virus is not the end of the world. This, the stats support that it's not the end of the world. The stats also support as a whole decades and decades of other mass viruses, pandemics that we've gotten through them. And I don't, th I think that's the missing piece, not from the federal side, but from the local governments where there, there's too much dictation, you know, dictatorship almost. And I, I it, it's sad. It's very sad because I, it's getting to the point, do as I say, and not as I do. And I am so over that. Yeah. You, there's a lot I could say, but um, I'm gonna hold myself back for just a moment and think about that. Uh, the last I had heard, and I haven't um, been listening to the local news for the last couple of days, but I want to say about four or five days ago, where our governor, <coughs> excuse me, our governor um, was, and I still don't know if this is what's going on, so I have to check it. So I just want to say that to anybody that may be in Connecticut. But last time I checked, last time I had heard that he was considering. Um, closing, you know, rolling it back, for instance, um, gyms to be closed, this and that, like, what? I just don't get it, you know? And the other thing too, for instance, when you go into um, the grocery store, uh, there's that plastic thing <laughs> over the pin pad. Everybody's touching that. And when I was at the bank showing my ID, the teller is wearing gloves. And of course they have to see your, I have to show my ID for stuff like that, right? And then typically you gotta pull down your, your mask so that they can see you. Well, she just touched five other people's licenses. So ask for a wipe if you don't have one. And that's exactly what I did. And she looked at me like I had five heads. And I'm like, you just touched, you're wearing gloves on, you're touching everybody's. But what else is she touching? Figure out what else she's touching. She's touching money. Money is probably one of the things you can touch. So common right. sense, wash your hands. If, if she's that neurotic about it, because a lot of people are, I'm not. I never wear gloves, I wash my hands. I make sure, ooh, if I got an itch, wait, did I wash my hands? I can't remember. Let me wash them first. It's just common sense, people. Common well, sense. I do think in the banks, though, some banks are requiring that. Their employees have to wear the gloves. And, okay, I think that's great for the safety of their employees, but you're touching money, you're touching people's licenses. There, So, therefore, there's... Computer, 
I mean, how well, often they can, right, the computer or whatever, I don't know. I don't think wearing gloves is, you know, it, it may, it may, it, you know, the only time you should be wearing gloves is if you're in an OR. <laughs> and I feel the same way about a mask, unless it warrants somebody's protection that falls into that category. Because there are people that regardless of whether we have this virus or not, that you still would have to probably technically should wear a mask around. There are people that have compromised systems. So I get that. The other piece to it is, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, the numbers are, the numbers are not drastically up. They're increasing. Yes, we're going to have different, it's colder now, right? And they talked about this back in March. I don't know why all of a sudden everyone has amnesia and doesn't remember what was discussed. In March, they discussed that the cases would go down as the weather was going to get warmer and the sun was going to be out with the vitamin D and you were going to be able to open up your windows and air out your home and yada, yada, yada. They also stated when we get more tests available, because in the beginning there weren't enough tests, more people are apt to go get tested. Therefore, you're going to find the numbers rise, which is a good thing to know and identify who's got it. But the percentage of those are mostly asymptomatic where they don't have tremendous symptoms. And there are other people that do have symptoms. But at the end of the day, the death rate has flattened. Flattened because we have therapeutics now. They know how to treat it better. And people are mindful, more mindful of washing the hands and all of that stuff. So like any typical flu or cold, yes, there's different pieces and dynamics to it. But at the end of the day, we should have been, you should have been practicing all those same common sense of washing hands and, and being more, you know, washing your phone, wiping down your computer surfaces. We should have been doing that all along because that goes in hand with colds and the flu. So this is not a rocky, like this and all of a sudden we got to wash our hands. Well, what have you been doing for the last 30 years of your life? If you're only washing your hands once a day, you got that's a problem. You should always wash them when you're in the bathroom. You should wash them when you're doing dishes. You should wash them before you handle food. You should wash them before you touch your face. You know, uh, if 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 you know inter inter you know intermittently somebody sneezed or you know coughed, you know they're still learning the new technique, which is, is really has been around, but people just don't follow it. It's coughing or sneezing in your in your elbow. But sometimes people go back to their old habits. Okay, no worries. You go wash your hands. Just common sense. Right. So that, what should be trending today is common sense. What does common sense have to do, have to do with it? Okay, I won't quit my day job. I kind of like that groove, though. You did pretty good. <laughs> groove time. Nothing to do about nothing. There we go. Nothing to do about nothing. Look what is right behind me. What is that? That's one of Gary's. Uh, um, it's the boy. It, when he was a little boy, um, my husband does models. And when he was a little boy, he used to watch this show called um, The Voyage to the Bottom. Oh, yes. I remember that. You don't remember watching that? We used to watch that as kids. Too. But I, I call it The Voyage to the Bottom of Nowheres. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it's, it's unfortunately. That is an art and he needs to sell those suckers because 
there are a lot of people that are into that and the intricate work. I, I've seen him in action with, you know, with the uh, magnifying glasses because he has some that the, he's got little tiny people, but everything is uh, scaled correctly, but they're just these little midgets. And I would be, you know, just putting that all together. I'd be like, screw this. And I would throw the damn thing. I, I don't have the patience for that. Uh, my nails would not be, you know, good for that. And I like my nails. Oh, P.S. Look at my nails. Oh, yeah. You showed us yesterday. Those are nice. My snowflakes. Oh, did you see? All right. Here's another piece of nothing about nothing, but it was kind of cute. Did you see the videos of our grand, uh, your grannies? Ray, Ray. Yeah. She was, uh, she put on a blanket and she, you know, she says, I'm a grandmother. She doesn't have her TH. I'm a grandmother. So my, uh, Tina, my daughter says, Nani, Nani doesn't wear one of those. Well, I'm a grandmother. And then she comes back later. I'm not a grandmother anymore. I'm a mother Mary. I was cracking up. I know. Too cute. Yeah, too and cute. on that note, we are too cute for Trending Thursday. Pickleball. Um, working on two sisters it's all good we are so excited and we always welcome the opportunity to hear from our listeners and viewers we love what, we absolutely love what we do um we are going to sign off for now my name is janice aka wellness diva along with two sisters and this is carol so aka live from vero beach nani boss is going to get her pickleball on with the man and then it is round robin time. Get that movement in, guys. What are you trending out? What I would say to people, what I always say, you be the trender. You show people what you're up to and be a trendsetter. You guys have a great day. We will see you tomorrow for Fantabulous Friday with some hints on what's coming up for 2022. Can you believe that? 2021. 2021. Here I say, oh my God, look at that. I skipped over here. Well, maybe I should have skipped over 2020. Whatever. It's all good. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everyone.